You're listening to a Shockcast original. Shock. <laughs> Have you ever lost sleep because of a bad breakup? <laughs> Don't leave me. Have you ever got so confused about what you want to do with your life and your career? <laughs> I know I have, but don't worry about it. Everybody goes through that, including celebrities. This is that 20s show. Welcome back to that 20s show. To my fellow 20-year-olds out there who are struggling with whatever problems you have in your life, could be love issues, money issues, enemy issues, career confusions, this and that. This episode, I have one of my favorite people. In the Malaysian entertainment industry, we met way back in 2018. That was the first time, and the thing is, we come from the same turf. Actually, he is like the king of Kramat, right. You know, he is king of Kramat. Oh and wow! I am oh, not wow. a huge, I'm not a huge rap boy, but something about his music that I can memorize the lyrics very fast. Okay, before I introduce who he is, because they're listening to this on shop, by the way, they don't even know who it is yet. So this is one of his lyrics that I can still remember till today. Uh, oh my god, oh my god! Now I'm nervous in front of him. Izinkan aku memperkenalkan diri barangkali budak tak yang mungkin jadi tansi. Oh my god, see, see, now in front of him, I'm like stuttering and everything. Yeah. I'm sure if you know Sound the lyrics, great, bro. if you know the lyrics of that song, you will know who I'm talking about. The one and only Aman Ra in the house. What's up, Keanu? Dude, thank you so much for agreeing to be on my show. I think Thanks, I've been man. bugging you so many times. I've been DMing you on Instagram. Please. Please. No, 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 man. You only asked once. I said, let's go. Twice. The other times I brought my back. But maybe I wasn't paying attention to the DM. But when I saw it, I'm like, let's go. Let's go. I like when you and I talk. I just like the, the energy that we have. So anytime for you, brother. Likewise. And the thing is, I love how you are very raw with, with life and everything. Like you always talk about how you're feeling. It's not like, you, you're not the typical person who's going to be like, so... Today, I woke up feeling like blah, blah, blah. It's not. But if people ask you questions, question stickers and all that, you'd be very raw. What are you struggling with right now? For example, people, this and that. Like, you're real. You're real in that sense. So that's why the next 30 minutes, I hope to be hope so. getting as many things possible from Aman Ra about his 20s. Yeah, we can get straight into it. Uh, a little input about me. For some reason, I, since I was young, five, six, seven years old, For some reason, I've always been, my friendships have always been with people older than I am. And there's a piece of, uh, I, I'm not quite sure, maybe a hint, what I experienced in primary school, which eventually took form in my entire 20s, which is this. I remember uh, I used to be friends with older people in my primary school. So if I'm standard one, I'll be friends with those in standard four right. and standard six, standard two or standard three. By the time we hit Padambola, I'm like standard three, standard four. I'm playing football with like the seniors, boys, you know. So because of that, you know, that interaction, you grow a certain way, you'd learn a, a few things. But what I realized along the years is there is a certain peer pressure that I bring, which uh, along the years has become, now in my 30s, it's easier to probably be more vulnerable about it. And I realized I always befriended people older than I and all that. And I would have friction with those of my people. Oh my God, you're just like me. Right. So because now we have this friction and all of us, we, we can't be black and white. Meaning if me and you, Keanu, we played football and then you tackled me, we got into some scuffling. And then we try to, you know, there's this thing they say, boys lah, never mind. Bola sepak je, right? Okay. Right. And then you don't curb the underlining issues. Like, why was it happening or whatever? Yes, okay? yes, yes. 
And then you try to keep it as it was a football thing. Takpe. Lepas ni, we go to the mama. Now we talk. Mm-hmm. Like we, we make it seem like a different day, a different program. Right. Of a cheats man living in the now. Mm-hmm. The idea mm-hmm. of living in the now is you're absolutely detached from just now and later. Right, right, right. The cheats man in the now is, ah, takpe lah. But what they're actually doing is they're sweeping it under the rug. Yes. And everything is suppressed. There you go. So for me, like I'm just describing this, what I'm like in hindsight trying to understand, like what happened in my 20s. In my 20s, man, I remember entertaining suicidal thoughts. But as a martyr, mm-hmm. because something developed in me throughout my primary school years and secondary school years. You see, I'm like a baseline extremist. My shortcoming, perhaps, is... A lot of mediocrity is in the middle ground. Right, right. So you were saying that okay. in your 20s, basically all these things in you it erupted and you didn't see it coming. Right. So this is like all where it's happening, right? So in my 20s, I remember I could, again, a word that I don't like using now, but back then to describe it is I used to crutch on certain relationships. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So in my 20s, where in my 30s now I see like, oh, wow, it's so beautiful. My 20s was beautiful, right? It's so formative. And I'll give a take home for whoever that's listening to it. I'm going to come off that it sounds ruthless. Forgive me if it comes off as absolutely blunt. But the price I had to pay, like for whatever pain, tears, whatever, like I'm not happy or whatever in my 20s. And because I have learned through it, I hope I have learned through whatever that was. Right. When I just got into my 30s, right, bro? And I see my friends or peers or people I know or acquaintances. So you can see how I'm layering whoever, right? When they go through a certain situation at 31, which I went through at 23, Mm. my first response would be like, now you are the participant and I'm the watcher. Yeah. Like it's happening to you. Yeah. And and all I can be like, turn left, turn right or whatever. I can just say because I'm not not going through it, right? Right. But you went through it once upon a time. Yes, but you see, the, why I'm, why, what I'm trying to get at is if you are able to be graceful throughout your 20s, mm-hmm. which is difficult to do when you are in the mix, then you are able to just relax. I had friends who were cool throughout their 20s. Cool yeah. meaning in terms of temperament, uh, methods, and personality. They were just right. like, they seemed very... Like they had sad. everything figured out, you know, very chill. Mm-hmm. Yes, which later on, not even in their 30s, they are like, man, <laughs> no, my waist is That's why. Okay, you know? this is why I always believe that everyone will go through something in their life. I mean, by something, I mean, if we did suppress certain things, like, for example, what you've been through, what I've been through, which I believe that almost right. everyone will go to a point where it's going to humble you, it's going to ground you. It's either you can awal right. or you can lambat, but either way, you will connect at some That's point. Right. That's right. That's absolutely right. I, yeah. I mean, bro. Were there any good traits or bad traits that you suddenly discovered about yourself when you were in your 20s? I'd say confrontation to the extreme. You were too confrontational? Like, if I got... I am a confrontational personality. By okay. Like it's my coping mechanism. Like, if I hear Keanu got a problem with me and it bugs me, and if I see Keanu in sight, I'm mm-hmm. like, hey, Keanu, how are you? You good? Right. Hi, let me talk to you. I'm, I'm grown enough to not, like, make you lose Aika. Right. Because, you know, like, I'm not going to be like, your mom's there and I'm, uh, you know, the term is to step up on you and check you. I'm not going to do that. But <laughs> it's like, if you want to learn French, speak to the French. You want to yeah. learn Russian, speak to the Russian. Mm. You want to learn about Keanu, 
Speak to Keanu. Right, right. I get you. I could not articulate this in my 20s. Sometimes we don't understand how we hurt the other person. Because I know people look at me, I'm on uh, They think like I'm this macho whatever or man's man. Mr. Try Tough, whatever. Like yeah, whatever yeah. action style what it is, they try to put this on me. But yeah. they'd be surprised even to understand that I could sometimes be like, yo, man, I think we just hurt this guy's feelings. Mm, that's something people don't see. I learned to accept what my current circumstances are. I don't resign to it. I'm not one who, if you push me down and don't let me breathe, I'm going to say I can't breathe. No, yeah. I will give you all of mine to take that breath. Mm. I, I would like to believe that the women in my family raised me to be that. You know what I'm saying? Yes, but which that is good. Which is which is kind of good to be to be honest. Rather than resist, you know, like like resenting something too much. So now let's talk about when you first got famous. I believe you started being the Aman Ra in like 2014, 2015. And how were your friendships like back then? Were your friends supportive of you and your music? And are those friends still here with you after all these years? There's a lot of ways to describe when someone got to know me. Mm-hmm. If now you got to know me and 10,000 people know about it, when I do the next thing and 100,000 people simultaneously got to know about me, it's easy to disqualify that event that 10,000 people knew about first. True. Right? So this is then how I get this reputation that I'm underground. Mm. Because my perception of swimming in the mainstream is I have not done anything mainstream worthy uh-huh. to be spoken on mainstream platforms. Right. Until Buddha Flat, maybe Bangun, maybe AJL, yeah. maybe. Okay. Yeah. Back then, when I was going through it, the swimming and I'm just doing like I remember when I used to battle, I had my friend, and I didn't know that ten years from now we're not gonna speak or we're not gonna speak like that no more. And then now when I'm talking to you, right, you know, human to human, person to person, right? I would tell you like, you know what, man, anytime when I felt like I had no money and I would talk to Keanu and Keanu would be, Keanu would also be like, I'm acknowledging and accepting we ain't got the money right now, but bro, I got this friend, right? Yeah, the 7-Eleven, he could be good. And you know that, that energy, that charm of like, I got the solution and we got, we can get some two, three hundred ringgit. Yeah. That plus, that, you know, that plus for the moment. You okay, know, that, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Just have friends that just say things, do things that make you feel, ah, he has the plastic in the moment. Exactly, the that the temporary moment. patch for a while, just this momentary solution. So, early 20s, so 20, 21, 22, I had those. We're, we're riding through things, you know? This is, this is pre-Buddha uh, flat, pre-The Amanra days. Okay. This is way before. Okay. Okay, way before. My early 20s was just learning how to man up. Like, I have met a lot of, pardon me, a lot of And most of them, not just meaning female. But I'm just talking like, you You are the opposite of the winner. And if I've been one, I'll take the term as well. You know what I'm saying? No yes. one is born winner. We all yes. go through that. You know what I'm saying? I used to be a very, very territorial friend. Mm-hmm. Like, if Keanu is in Perlis and someone robbed him, I'm in Kiel right now. I think like, yo, we got to drive up to Perlis to find out what happened. Like, and especially if we feel Keanu did nothing to anyone. Like, you start wanting to exact justice. Feel like, how can someone do this to such an a innocent person? And yes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then when I felt that the table wasn't returned enough, like the favor wasn't returned, which was also wrong because as a friend, you, you get to choose. So you choose who you want to love. And But a lot of people, when they engage in what they call love, it's a lot of 
void feeling. It's not love. It's just, I'm attracted to, let's say I'm attracted to someone. They confuse attraction for love. Now let's talk about perspectives because I do believe that in our 20s, we think of stuff in a certain way. And then once we grow older, we look at things in a different way. What are some of the things you've changed over the years since you were in your 20s until now? Maybe you've changed your perspectives on life. 20s, I'll be like, bro, you don't play sports. You, you don't speak with bass in your mouth. Oh, you're not mad, you know? <laughs> like now I'm just like, yo, man, do what you want if you're happy. You're, you're, you understand what I'm saying? Exactly. Most people, they, if you're, if some people think you want to be a millionaire. Nah, bro, you probably, all you want to do is earn 75,000 per year because on a scientific level, all you need is 75,000 per year. Per year, yeah, 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 exactly. This this is is thing. And when you, when you make 100K, you realize, I don't think I want to do any more extra work to make that 400K. Mm. And you're happy. But I also love what you said just now about how our priorities change over time, our wants and needs change. Like once upon a time, let's say, ooh, bila aku besar, bila aku dah, aku dah kerja, aku nak jadi millionaire. But once you've actually started working, you realize that actually having enough is actually enough. That's where I am at now. And I think that makes me feel very content. Absolutely. And th- you know, it's really important this is champion because when I was 23, I did not hear this enough. What is something you want to tell all the 20 year olds listening right now who are probably going through the things that you mentioned just now that you went through in your 20s? You know, what should be done? What shouldn't be done? I think it's very important every 20s understand that there is nine types of intelligence. You can go and Google that there are nine types of intelligence. That's one. Mm-hmm. And there are about 16 personalities. The reason why I'm telling you this because most of the time we are lost because we don't know what our passions is. Like for me, I knew it was music. I have even told a reputable university in Malaysia when I went to them, I'm a mechanical engineering dropout. Mm-hmm. I am an analyst. On my bad days, it's called overthinking. On my great days, it's called analyzing to, to conquer the wall. So okay. My default nature, right? And uh, I told them, I don't want a scholarship in music because my fire burns with or without the degree. I will make it. I'll make sure to keep fighting until I make it with music. I need a, a degree. I need a scholarship for business. or And you know what I'm saying? I wanted yeah. something more stereotypical back then. Yeah, yeah. The point I'm trying to make is there's nine types of intelligence. If you're doing accountancy and you hate it, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to advocate to your parents and I'm condoning that you drop accountancy. No, but you must, if you're a fish, you must swim. If you're a, a, a zebra, you must run. If you're a bird, you must fly. You cannot be a bird and swimming and a zebra and climbing trees. No, you shouldn't be doing that kind of things. I refuse. I won't do it. I won't let Keanu do it if Keanu is my day is my daily friend. So I don't think you should do it either. You need to know your your where you probably could excel. This is the nine types of intelligence. And then there's 16 types of personalities. Why you need to know that? Because for me, like I can tell Keanu right now, oh, I used to be confrontational, but I paid the price. Like I can tell you how cool it is to go and confront your friend, but when that friend is no longer in, I can also tell you how sad I was when that friend was not there, which is, wow, this flirt, garang or berperasaan, mana satu ni? You know what I'm saying? Which is yeah, 3D, yeah. you know? It's important to be that. And uh, thirdly is to understand, this is what I would just part ways with you is, life is a tragedy to those that feel and life is a comedy to those that think. Oh, that was deep. And this is something that I hung on to throughout my 20s. When I'm very upset, that is my call to be logical. And when I'm very logical, that's my call to be emotional. You know, you must have both. You can never have... Yeah. Every time you decide, it needs to be this too. Yes, yes. It cannot be just this and this. No. 
Mm-hmm. Whenever you deal with people, you must use the head, you must use the heart. Mm. You must think with your heart and feel with your head, so to speak. That was beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And I agree. And the thing I wanted to stress about earlier when I said there's nine times of uh, intelligence, intelligence and 16 times of personality. So you want to know all of this because once you understand the way you navigate or what, maybe life will help you much better because they say like there's only two things you need to learn in life. What you were born for and why. Okay. You know, okay. like your purpose. You got to find, find your purpose. the purpose. Okay, find your purpose. Okay. Yep. And so when the moment you do that you look man I used to be the budak flat like I I want to be filthy rich but the scientific formula of like when you touch a certain figure you're happy then I realized that I'm not the one that needs a lot of money in my life yeah I will work for a lot of money as a budget or whatever but it's not money rules my world that much yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah. not not that I'm disrespectful of the concept of money everyone deserves remember you were born happy yeah you learn to be depressed oh my no God. one learns to be happy oh my everyone God. is born happy people need to learn that like mm-hmm. happiness is a default state right we learn to be depressed that one i've never thought of yeah. before i've never thought of before manra seriously before i go i want to apologize to the, the anybody i know i'm speaking very gung hoish i'm not insensitive to depression mania all this i'm not but i don't want people to give up that easily so that's why when you know that you're born happy like you need to be curious why am i sad because i was born happy then you know how to remove those things yes and then when you're really happy all the solution comes mhm you you, mm-hmm. you understand what I'm it's like block yeah. block your block this is depressed yeah. when you take yes. all of this off you see and then you mm-hmm. feel and then you just move and going back to the root cause i believe is very important right even for me as well It takes time. It's not an overnight thing, but going back to the root cause of why you're sad is very important, which is why I love how you mentioned just now that it's about not giving up easily and immediately telling people, "Oh, I I've been sad for a week. You know what? This is clear that I'm depressed." It's like self-diagnosing yourself, which is something I believe this generation, okay, my generation, we tend to romanticize it a lot these days. Maybe because a lot of songs, a lot of media out there is too much that I don't know could be. Two things that I love from your final takeaway just now. The first one, think with your heart, feel with your with your head, right? And then the, I love how you also mentioned to not simply throw the word, you know, depression and everything because for someone who have been through so much in your 20s and also since you were a kid, even you mentioned yourself, I don't know if it was depression. Even you are saying that. And yet you know the degree of pain that you've been through, you know, in your 20s or just you know in your life at different parts of your life so oh my god i've i've now i now see a different part of amandra and i want to thank you so much for that because you've been very raw with all of this which is fantastic i hope our our listeners will benefit from this you know that everyone has a side of them that you might not know about look at this dude lah from the macho amandra ya oh budak flat budak flat budak flat aku macam eh dia ni memang jenis yang nothing can stand in my way of of, of you know of getting what i want padahal he's just a human being with aspirations with feelings with goals so for that thank you so much again for this episode amanra thank you so much bro can you i i wish you a lot of success i love you man i like what you do i love you, you.